Sportsnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday, March 5th. March, April 4th. What the hell? 2022. And this is episode number 453 of Barry on Deck. March, boy, I am uh, I am all over the map with the uh, with the calendar, aren't I? Welcome to the program, folks. Thanks for being here. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope it was relaxing and fun or not fun. If you're not into that, maybe you like uh, a topsy-turvy, crazy lifestyle. I don't know. Uh, but I hope you had a good weekend, whatever that means to you. Thanks for joining me. We have a fantastic two-hour show planned for you today, including the return of Jenny as mom. Yes, she's back, ladies and gentlemen. Jenny as mom makes her long-awaited return to Barry on deck. She took a couple weeks hiatus, had to get some old people shit done, uh, but she's back in the saddle and will be joining me at 3.15 today. To talk about Lord knows what. I have no idea what we could be talking about. But Jenny's mom returns again. I really don't have a plan. So whatever happens, happens. If it's bad, it's bad. We'll deal with it. Ah, uh, Let's see. What's up to everybody joining? Thank you, JM Sizzle, for the bit in the intro. I appreciate that. Also, I didn't get to, but three days ago, Penguin Katie subscribed to the program offline, off air. Just wanted to acknowledge that and say thank you. Uh, appreciate that. Appreciate the sub, PK. All right. Now, uh, some chat, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, Heartthrob was not first. I saw, I think it was, uh, let's see. I have first over here. First was Jen. Jen's the greatest deckhead in the history of the world. I need to be better at that. I think I have figured out how we can get back to doing that again. Stephen Luther was second. Dandy Dan third. Alan Denson fourth. And Rudy Rod. Rudolph Rodriguez was fifth in the chat. Plus, Heartthrob is here. Alex Villanueva is here. Robert Likes Beer is here. Potch Gaming is here. Joe Pro's in the building, you guys. I love it. Let's go, Joe Pro. Always good when we get to see Joe Pro live in the chat. He said, uh, Deckheads, I had to work half day Saturday, so I bailed early today. That's what's up. Oh, what happened to my... There we go. That's what's up, dude. Well, good for you. I'm glad you're getting a day off. Sorry you had to work the weekend. T-Mac, what's up, fam? Uh, I need some rainbow unicorn bang to get through this day. What's wrong with your day? Is it going bad? I hope not. What's up, D-Mata? What's up, Cisco? Hi from high. Cherry, what's up, girl? Good to see you as well. What the heck was that noise? Did you hear that noise? I don't know what the hell that noise was. Um, who else is here? What's up, Aaron J. Bryant? Good to have you. Nightbot is here. Uh, who else? Hey, last call, BBR. Thank you for the <laughs> sub, my friend. That was courtesy of JM Sizzle giving out a gifted sub. That's very nice of you. Thank you. Uh, what's up, Jeff Bell? I got T-Mac. Who else is here? Tony the Handsome, you handsome son of a bitch, you. Welcome to the program. 
And uh, I think that's it. I think I got everybody. Um, late start. Everybody's probably still uh, watching um, Aaron and uh, Jerry Bo. So we're not getting our usual start to this i don't this makes me feel a certain kind of way but it's all right we roll with it here we go um so we got headlines to get to we're going to talk about talk about a lot of stuff actually um we'll get some ncaa championship games we're going to talk about jm sizzle thank you for the sub my friend you're the best just giving out a community sub like that very much appreciated uh, what's up, One Deep? Um, so yeah, we've got to talk about this NCAA championship. I don't have a lot. I watched a little bit of the games. We'll we'll break it down as best I can. I don't I, I don't make no bones about it. I don't steer you guys in the wrong direction. I'm not the guy you want if you want uh, NCAA breakdowns. We got to talk a little bit about uh, WrestleMania. That kind of happened. I didn't watch it. I just saw a few clips and it was like it was kind of sad actually. So we'll talk about that as well. Um, we've got to talk about some football news. Not only uh, is Daniel Snyder in trouble again, Deshaun Watson posted some pics of his uh, new jerseys, and that spawned some other issues for him, I guess. We'll get to that. Elon Musk is one of those, if you can't beat them, buy them, guys, and we'll get to that as well. Madonna looks like somebody other than Madonna. Tons of stuff to discuss today. As we always do, let's start with the uh, today's sports headlines. Unfortunately, that thing was broke, so I had to do it manually. Here's your sports headlines for the day. Texans have received multiple calls on wide receiver Brandon Cooks. No surprise there. He's literally the last good asset that they have that teams might be interested in. I mean, you do have Laramie Tunso left tackle, but um, I don't know what you do if you're the Texans, right? If you're fielding calls and you can get a draft haul for him, why not at this point? It's the one weapon that Davis Mills had that kind of made him look good, I guess. But, it, you know, you're in the middle of a rebuild. Just what what good is an aging veteran, you know, that you may never get more than you could right now for him going to do anyways. I saw they signed Marlon Mack. A lot of people are like, this is a good signing. I was like, yeah, if you didn't have the injury that he suffered and and uh, bounces back and, be, and is somewhat productive, but, but... At this point, who, like, I, I don't know. Like, you're just, you're rebuilding. So who gives a shit? You don't need to sign good players. You just need to fill fill spots until you get these drafts under your belt and have an idea of what direction you're heading. Because right now, in my opinion, I don't know what the Texans are going to be. Davis Mills probably isn't the answer for this, for this squad. Davis Mills, I don't believe, uh, is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. So you got to figure out what direction you're going. Yeah, Joe Pro, that's, I'm, I'm why not, right? Fire sale, everything must go. Brandon, oh, you want Laramie Tonsil? Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Like, just just take all the vets. Take them. We don't give a shit. At this point, I don't care if they win a game next year. If we're gonna if we're gonna rebuild, let's do it right. Don't be hanging on to a vet here and a vet there, making them suffer in the twilight of their career. By the way, I was thinking about that when this story popped up about Brandon Cooks. How pissed do you think Brandon Cooks is that he got traded from the world champion Los Angeles Rams just a mere few years ago into this mess? You know, he's like, man, if I'd have just stayed there, they had me a ring, damn it. What's up, Walt? Yeah, Davis Mills falter CJ Stroud from Ohio State might be that guy. Uh, nah. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, Sean says stockpile those draft picks. That's it. That's it. At this point, I don't give a shit. 
I mean, plus, I, I mean, a guy like Brandon Cooks, he was a good, uh, he kind of reminds me of Eric Gordon a little bit with the Rockets. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like, <sighs> looking around like, man, I'm too old for this shit. But I'm a team player and I'm getting paid. So, screw it. But you kind of feel bad. You want to see him go, you know, to a contender, go somewhere maybe. So, that would be dope. Um, so, yeah, Brandon Cooks getting trade offers. Uh, well, I should say the Texans are getting trade offers for Brandon Cooks. Pujols is going to make a set 20-second straight opening day start for the St. Louis Cardinals. Probably be their DH. And then after that, I expect him to be a strictly a platoon guy. This is nothing more than a, hey, it's his final year. He's got to start. Obvs. You're not going to just bench Pujols in game one back in St. Louis. So you're going to run him out there. It's one game. If they lose, who cares? The crowd wants to see him and all that. So, yeah, he's going to get his 20 seconds. And it's his last year. Are they even playing at home? It'd be, this is just, this is, it doesn't really matter. I mean, either way, the pomp and circumstance, if he didn't start, they'd be like, well, then what'd you bring him in for? We all know this is a farewell tour. Do we bring him in if you're not going to start him on opening day of his last season? Let's see here. Uh, schedule. St. Louis. Schedule. Oh, looks like oh, they're live right now. That's not no. I want I want I don't want spring training. I want first half. There we go. Yeah, so they're at home versus the Pirates. So that makes a lot of sense. He'll start. He won't start ever again. Everybody's happy. I mean, he'll start here and there. But you get the idea. The Mariners prospect Julio Rodriguez is making his opening uh, is making the opening day roster for the Seattle Mariners. And you might be like, who who cares? Uh, hey. Camera, what is that? Kamara sixty-seven. Thank you so much, Kamara sixty-seven. Thank you for the uh, for the follow, my friend. Very much appreciate. Uh, yeah. So, like, why is this a big deal? Well, he's like the third rated, the third highest rated prospect in baseball right now. So it's a pretty big deal that the Mariners are calling him up. Mariners feel like they have a chance this year, and they've made some pretty decent moves uh, in the off season. So DJ Maddie. <laughs> You raggedy bitch. Where the hell were you Saturday night or Friday night? You, you went and did a show in Beaumont and uh, shout out to the Popes for coming out and shout out to the Densons for coming out. Alan and Kathy came to my show at Luke's Ice House in Beaumont and they were supposed to have DJ Maddie with them so I could meet him. And then he got a cough, which I think is code for COVID, but he swears it's not COVID. But but thank God he didn't come and give me COVID. But also, why didn't you come? You let a little cough stop you. I mean, in a pandemic, it's probably a good thing. But I told him I'd give you shit, so I did, DJ Matt. I hope you're feeling better, buddy. Sorry I missed you. And uh, thank you for the 100 bits. Much appreciated. All right, so, yeah, Julio Rodriguez, it's a big deal, one, because it's a sports headline, and I have to have those to fill out this slide. Two, uh, it's in the division with the Astros, and three, it's a name to keep an eye on. If you like young prospects in baseball that get you excited and make you feel all tingly on the inside, this is one to keep an eye on, okay? Keep an eye on. So, uh, Julio Rodriguez. Padres acquired Sean Manaya from the A's, so the A's have pretty much said... Screw it. We don't want to win. We're out. And uh, they continue their fire sell. So there you go. But that's also another divisional move there. Shamanaya leaving the AL West, headed to the NL West, and joining a pretty damn good Padres uh, lineup or, or rotation, I should say. Snell and Musgrove and you Darvish and uh, who am I forgetting? But uh, so Padres 
up their odds just a slight bit more of a trip to the World Series, at least, by getting better in their rotation, adding a lefty. And Sean Maniah from the A's. Frank Gore announced he's going to sign a one-day contract to retire from the NFL as a San Francisco 49er so that he can go into the Hall of Fame as a 49er. And I got to tell you, uh, zoom out. Boy, I love me some Frank Gore. Frank Gore is one of those dudes that is never going to be considered to be great, but so steady, so solid, a, a good runner of the football, consistent. You could rely on him. I remember watching him in Miami. Thinking that dude was a beast. Who knew he'd be able to last this long in the NFL? So props to Frank Gore. Going to retire as a San Francisco 49er. A fun dude to watch. Uh, play football indeed for sure. So congrats to him going out with the 49ers if that's what he so choose. And uh, lastly, Tiger Woods says the Masters will be a quote game time decision. So if you were all excited and thought for sure that uh, Tiger Woods was going to play in the Masters. He's not sure yet. So it will be a, quote, game-time decision, uh, but it's something to keep an eye on. Hey, Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Very much appreciate you throwing in them 100 bitties as well. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Tony the Handsome, I think, was asking about value for Brandon Cooks. He said a second or two-thirds. I don't think they're going to get a second for him. I'm sorry. I just, I don't think that's reality. I think you could get a third and a fourth for Brandon Cooks, which is probably a little undervalue. But I mean, what are you, you know, what are you doing with him? You're, you're basically wasting another year of his career. And if you don't get something now, value goes down even more. So do you take a three and a four? It's still not bad. It's not bad, but I would be surprised if they managed to get a two. If they did, great. That's a win for sure, but I feel like we're probably looking at a three and a four. What else did I miss in the chats? JM Sizzle said, Cooks played with the Rams, Saints, Pats, Texans. He never really became a number one, but always a solid two and deserves a shot to play for a contender. Yeah. Um, you know, he was like a one here. He was the one, but yeah. I mean, what does that mean, really? Eric, thank you for the sub, my friend. Oh, shit, y'all done got a hype train going. Eric, resubscribe for a second month. Thank you, buddy. That means the world to me. Uh, the hype train is in full effect. We are into level one of the hype train. It has been started. We are 44% through. Thank you guys for starting off Monday and the week with the hype train. You guys are the best. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Cook's not really no. He's got the talent to be a one, but he just never ended up materializing into a one everywhere he went until he got here, and then it was a moot point because it was – he was a one on a shitty team, and it was just by default that there was nobody left around him. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Brandon Cooks is a one on most teams, but he's a damn good two and a, and a good compliment and a speedster that could take the, quote, take the lid off the defense, which they love to say in NFL parlance. So um, I look for him to get something. I don't know what. I don't think he'll be here past the trade deadline. So, Cherry, thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. Very much appreciated. Uh, Steven, the weather guy, thank you for the 75 bits, my friend. Very much appreciate you as well. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Uh, uh oh, what the hell's going on over there? What the heck? What in the wild, wild world of sports? I was looking at something here, checking out these. Uh, what on earth? Let's see here. Okay, sorry about that. Got distracted. Here we go. 
Uh, so, did I get the tweet out? I did. I can close that window. Podbean is up. What's up to Coach Lou on the Podbean? What's up to Nick Gamboa and John Dory and G-Man and Chris Reyes? Shout out to everybody listening on Podbean, man. Thank you guys for hanging out. For those of you that don't know, uh, and I'm going to guess that's basically Coach Lou. But Coach Lou, if you didn't know, this is a live streamed show on Twitch. Oh my God, we're getting raided right now. Oh, snap. Go to twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Coach Lou, you can check us out without listening on Podbean. But thank you. Welcome to all the Raiders. Welcome in. Welcome in. Look at everybody showing up. Thank you, guys. Thank you for getting here 25 minutes after the show starts. Raggedy bitches. Okay. I see how we're doing this. Uh, who else popping in? Thank you to Odd Takes and Jerry Bow and Aaron Rabel for the raid, man. Thank you guys for uh, sending over uh, the party of 14. If you don't know who I am, um, this is uh, my name is Barry Levin. I spent seven years on ESPN Radio here in Houston. I am a uh, full-time content creator on uh, Twitch. I am a nationally touring stand-up comedian, and I host a sports show called um, Houston Sports Show on CW39 here in Houston. So welcome to the program. Uh, who else coming in from the raid? It looks like always one team was coming in. B. Hannon came in. Uh, who else? Fidel came over. Alex came over. Uh, so cool. Welcome to the program. Thanks for being here, Jerry Bo. Thank you for the raid. Uh, Alan, thank you for the 100 bits. Heartthrob, thank you for the 150 bits. Christopher Mina, thank you for the 50 bits. Very much appreciated. Steven, the weather guy with the 75. And Cherry with the 100. 75% into the level one hydrated, man. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Um, doesn't love to talk soccer. No, not, not at all. N definitely not a soccer fan. Potch, thank you for the 69 bits. Very much appreciated. Um, so let's, let's see here. Oh, do me a favor. I found this out. This is kind of selfish of me, but I found this out this weekend. So, uh, in the quest for guys like myself who are on Twitch trying to become a Twitch partner, one of the things you have to do is you have to average 75 viewers over the course of your streams for 30 days. Right now we have 64 people watching. It says 14 people came over in the raid. And I know some of you guys are deckheads that came over that were uh, finishing up the stream with odd takes. And that's cool. Do me a favor, though. When you raid, I found out you don't get credit towards your ratio from folks that came over in a raid. So if you are a deckhead and you had planned on being here anyways, but you came over in the raid with Jerry Bow and Aaron Rabel, do me a solid. Back out and, and hop back in. Just refresh the, uh, the the stream for me. Or you can just go to the link that I'm going to put in the chat. Just click on it. And then that way, um, yeah, it's very shitty, Stephen, the weather guy. I found that out. I was like, really? So when we got that 109-person rate, it didn't count. But if you go out and come back in, I will get credit for it. So you can either just hit refresh and come over to the channel or click on that link that I just put in the chat, and that'll bring you back to the channel. And, uh, and then that way daddy gets credit for it as we build and move this thing in. So yeah, so thank you guys for coming over in the raid. Appreciate it. Mimi, what's up, memesters? How are you, sweetie? Thank you for the 100 bits. Very much appreciated. The hype train is long gone, but better luck next time. Uh, I didn't even do the overlay. Totally forgot there. There's the, there's the hype train, man. Thank you guys for the hype train. We got in one sub, 844 bits. Hell yeah. What's up, Keith Sager? Thanks for being here, man. Thank you guys for the hype train. That is always dope and a great way to start the start the week. Now, some of you might notice 
I mean, we did this sports. We're going to talk WrestleMania in just a second, then NCAA championship. But some of you may notice I'm drinking water. Right? Well, I went and got my teeth whitened today. So I'm not allowed to drink soda or coffee or Coke or tea or wine or uh, smoke cigars, eat spaghetti or jelly, basically anything that will stay in my teeth for two days. So I am dying over here drinking this raggedy-ass water. It's so bad. I can't do shots of fireball because that'll stain it. There goes the hype train, you guys. Thank you so much. So, yeah, if you notice, oh, look, Barry's on a health kick. Nah. Nah, Barry just got his teeth whitened, and uh, I don't want to ruin it this early. So, there we go. I always want to eat, bro, cold water is the shit. It's awful. I hate it. It's awful. Yeah, I don't. I do have a little fireball left, Sean, but I'm not going to do shots today because I don't want to mess up the teeth. See how white they are? We'll see how long it lasts. We'll see. Pour out some Diet Coke for Barry. I know. It's so sad, Cherry. <laughs> I didn't hear anything about clear alcohol. Well, that's true, but all I have is Bacardi at this point and vodka and some clear tequila. Okay, I have enough. I could probably do some shots. Uh, Joe Pro said two days without caffeine. Yeah, I wouldn't make it. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to be very difficult tomorrow morning. I mean, thank God for Adderall. Am I right? <laughs> okay. Um, go get some clear Mountain Dew. Oh, that's a good idea, Mimi. I did have, so I, I was hungry today, so I had Chick-fil-A. And, um, I, uh, you know, I mean, it was potatoes and a chicken sandwich, but I had a Sprite with it and it was very weird. And also I didn't like it because that Sprite, 190 calories. What? What? I didn't like it. No, Alex, I'm not sipping fireball through a straw. I'm not going to ruin my teeth for you. Extra sauce. I don't know what that means. What if you drink through a straw? I don't like now. I mean, you should anyways, but like for the next two days, I'm just like, eh, I just, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to mess it up. Chris Reyes, thank you for highlighting your message. Uh, he said DMAC over on the Podbean wants to know, are your teeth sensitive? No, actually, believe it or not, no sensitivity whatsoever, ever. Like none. Like not while they were doing it, not after. I'm drinking cold water. I brushed my teeth already. Um, yeah, nothing. So I'm pretty lucky, of course. And I didn't really get sensitive teeth before, like when I would do the at-home whiteners, but nothing. So I'm, I'm loving it, man. This was great. Usually I do this shit and it takes, you know, two to three weeks to get my teeth whitened. This time around, oh, oh, it was great. Uh, hey, B. Hanner, thanks for hosting the show, man. I appreciate that. Thanks for hosting us on your channel. Fidel said I was already here. I just subscribed. No, but I'm saying like, Fidel, when you, if you come in over from the raid, uh, if that's how you got to the program, then it's, it always helps. Like when we raid, I would encourage you guys going forward to do that as well. Like if I raid Odd Takes or Justin, or, I mean, not Justin, uh, Josh or Kyle or anybody else, yeah, to give them credit, just refresh the screen after we raid them, so. That'll work. That's cool. And you don't have to. You know what? Fuck it. They said if you stick around long enough, then they eventually, the person eventually gets credit for it. But it's kind of early on where hitting the refresh makes it uh, last longer. If that makes sense. Queen D. Thank you for the five bits, CC. Appreciate you, girl. Okay. Now, let's talk. 
what do we want to do? Let's talk WrestleMania for a second. Let's just get that out of the way. I'm not a WrestleMania guy. I haven't watched wrestling since, I don't know, the Rock and Sock connection. Uh, yeah, refresh the page. That's all you got to do, Potch. Just hit refresh on the page. And uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Daddy will get the credit. Or like I said, just click the link in the chat that I posted uh, when you're rating. And, and that helps too. Um, but I haven't watched wrestling since the Rock and Sock connection. Since... It was Undertaker and Kane and Stone Cold and The Rock. And that was fun for, you know, I mean, like, I I know what it is. We all know what it is. But that was entertaining to me. Those guys were funny. It was fun. And then I just kind of got out of it. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I, I don't know what happened. I just stopped watching. But that was, I don't begrudge. I mean, I make fun of people that watch wrestling. But not in a, it's just all, all in fun thing. It's not like a spiteful thing. So I saw clips last night. Over the last two nights, I should say, of WrestleMania. A couple things. One, we have got to stop bringing old people back. Not like, you know, when they die trying to resuscitate them. That's not what I mean. I mean, let Stone Cold right off into the sunset, okay? I didn't need to see Stone Cold walking around all crippled and shit, trying to stun Vince McMahon. Neither one of them knew what was happening. It just looked like somebody got two old people at an old folks home drunk and let them just walk around and maybe play some pin to tell on the donkey. And then they got lost. It was so sad. So sad to see that stun. It wasn't even a stunner. It was like a stinker. It was a stinger. I don't know. It was so bad. Like, why why ruin that? Now, that's the last image I'm going to have from now on when people say Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm going to see his ass and be like, ah! And, he, you know, like, normally, you know, he got the beers and he'd be like, ah! And he would drink them and then he'd do like that. But now he's got, like, the crooked old fingers. Like, his middle finger is, like, 30 degrees that way because he's so old. Stop! Please stop! Don't bring him back! They're, they're, this would be like, hey guys, why don't we bring in Earl Campbell for one handoff and run in the Pro Bowl? And you see his ass out there, he's all breaking down. <sighs> Please don't do this to old people, man. Let them just be old. Bring them in, say we love you, you were great for wrestling, and then be gone. But that was so sad seeing the highlights of him trying to stone cold stun uh, Vince McMahon. And McMahon didn't know what to do. And he kept reaching for him. And McMahon was backing up. And fuck, it was awkward. Please stop that. <sighs> don't do it. Like, I just, I don't know. Always when team said, yeah, he was drunk. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, stop. Wee Man was the best part. Like, I didn't watch any of this. No, don't dig up Rocky Johnson. Please don't do that. <laughs> Bring it in, doink the clown. No, I don't need that. Exactly, Demonda. That was kind of the point of the analogy. He said, Earl Campbell's in a wheelchair. I don't think he can run anymore. Exactly. Why do you think I chose him, Demonda? Huh? Did you see Stone Cold walking around? He should have been in a wheelchair too with his bad knees. I think he was afraid of killing Vince. That probably, that might be true, PB Dubs. He might have been like, bro, if I even remotely connect with this stunner, it's liable to decapitate old, old Vince McMahon and his brittle ass bones. He had to be like real gentle. Like, 
That would be great if it, instead of the stone cold stunner, he called it a slow-mo stunner. And they were just like. Can I get a hell yeah? Like what? Come on, Vince. I'm going to let you down easy. Oh, you hear just like creaking and popping and shit because Vince's bones are pop. That was sad, man. I saw the clip. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Just let him right off into the sunset. And the other thing that I saw, which makes me glad I'm not into wrestling or WrestleMania. Steven, the other guy that said wrestling, soccer, F1, what is happening? I mean, you know, dude, I'm trying to be a man of the people, Steven. We're even going to talk some NCAA basketball here in just a second, right? But, uh, like, I don't know. I just let them go. And I'm, so I'm, I'm watching some of the highlights and then across my timeline, across my timeline goes somebody, uh, oh, Logan Paul. And he's suplexing people. And everybody's losing their shit that Logan Paul did a good job. Everyone's like, man, Logan Paul was great. (sighs) Logan Paul was so great at wrestling. I mean, he should be. He's He's been participating in fake fights for years. Why wouldn't he be good at wrestling? Just another fake fight to him. And then, you know, I say that and people are like, oh, this is a terrible take. He was so good at it. He did so good. Did he? I don't give a shit. Good. Then let him stay in wrestling. In fact, yes, please. Could we get Logan Paul to be a full-time wrestler? I mean, like I said, he's already fake fighting. You might as well just put him in some tights and let him do it. Trade in the boxing gloves for some tights and go fake fight at the WWE and make millions and be famous. And that's fine because that's all I really want. I just don't want them dudes tricking the average person into thinking what they're doing is legitimate boxing because it's not. They're much more legitimized in WWE than they are in boxing. So I think that they have found their lane. I think they have found what they should do. And both of them should go be WWE wrestlers. And I say more power to them and I will cheer them on. I just don't want to see them sullying. I just don't want to see them sullying the good name of boxing with the bullshit exhibition fights that they do. That's all. Totally agree, Fidel. Fidel said the wrestling is the perfect place for the Paul brothers. Yes, it is. 100% the perfect spot. I hate when they did the Mysterios wrong. Who? Oh, WWE. Paul Brothers suck. Lawn talk next, please. Nasty Nate wants some lawn talk. Can't wait for the WNBA and disc golf talk. Shut up, Fidel. Uh, we might. Okay. I will. Full disclosure. So today we have a guest. It's Jenny's mom. She joins me at 315. Um, Wednesday, I have a special guest. <sighs> do I want to tease it now? I guess I do. Um, I mean, you guys are making fun of um, disc golf and um, what else? Uh, what did you say? So uh, joining me on the program on Wednesday will be Adam Tannick. And he is the, I think, founder. 
He's definitely the the um I think he's the founder, yeah. But uh he is the head of the Pro Wiffle Ball League. There was actually professional wiffle ball being played on a nightly basis in Las Vegas, and it's fascinating, and I watch that shit all the time, and it's like baseball, but with a wiffle ball with some twists and turns as far as rules. So I reached out. Adam Tannick going to join me on the program Wednesday to talk everything professional wiffle ball, and you'll be surprised at the clips and everything else that I have for you. So be on the lookout for that on Wednesday. Jerry Bo. <laughs> Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Very much appreciate it. No, we're not doing LARPing, Dave. Not LARPing. What makes it pro? They get paid, bro. These dudes get paid to play wiffle ball. Joe Bro said, ain't no curveball like a wiffle ball curveball. Because a wiffle ball curveball don't stop. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling you. we're gonna. I'm, I'm going to get some clips from him. Yeah, Posh said professional wiffle ball is wild. It really is. They do some crazy shit. So you're going to like it. I think it'll be fun. Uh, we'll talk about that and some other things that he's got going on. Wiffle ball is legit. I'm saying y'all going to like it. And then I'm also working on somebody from the professional pillow fight league. Because that's the thing. Uh, and then I have one more that I, I forgot the name of it. But uh, I got a, what was it? It was professional wiffle ball, professional pillow fight league. And there was one other kind of a random Awkward, awkwardly fun and cool sport that I wanted to have on. So we're gonna get that. The pillow fight league is crazy shit. We gotta, we gotta maybe do a side cast of that one day. That would be dope. Hello, Shelby. By the way, Donna's out this week, you guys. We're gonna miss our sweet, sweet Donna. How about live BOD from the cricket complex in Waller? Now that would be interesting. Me trying to call a cricket game that I know nothing about. <laughs> Jerry said competitive hopscotch. Do they have that? That wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they had competitive hopscotch. They have literally competitive everything else. Professional table dancers. That's just, just go down to the Colorado, my dog. Just go down there. Uh, is the Colorado still open? I don't even know. I feel like we may have lost it during the pandemic. Um, but welcome to everybody on Podbean, by the way. I see Titan Hugo's over there. D-Mac, what's up, fam? I love having D-Mac as part of the... The Barry on Deck family. Uh, you're one of us now, D-Mac. You're a deckhead. Welcome in. John Dory, what's up? Chris Reyes, thank you guys for listening on Podbean. For those of you listening live right now on Twitch, uh, we do have an audio-only version of the show that you can listen to on Podbean. Just download the Podbean app, uh, find Barry on Deck, and you can listen. And same thing on Podbean. If you want to watch the show, you can do so on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on Deck live Monday through Thursday, 2 to 4. On Fridays, we do it from 11 to 1. You can always watch the replay on YouTube as well. All the socials, uh, yeah, so there's that. Yeah, no worries, D-Mac, man, it's good to have you in here. He said, do, do professional curling. Believe it or not, D, um, the, the half of the deckheads absolutely love curling, so it would just be like, uh, they would love that shit. So, I don't, I don't particularly care to do anything with it, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, all right, so let's talk a little... National championship game tonight. We've got Kansas, North Carolina. Uh, I watched a little bit of both games this weekend. Sad to see Coach K is done. Goodbye. At the hands of North Carolina, too. So not only do they get to give him his final L of his career, they gave him his first L of his career. They also beat him in his last regular season home game in, in Cameron Indoor Arena. In Duke Town, Carolina. Uh, 
So, yeah, Carolina not making it nice for Mike Shashevsky as he as he retires and 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 winds down an illustrious and fantastic career. So tonight's game, and we can talk about Coach K, and if you think he's the greatest coach, college basketball coach of all time, I'd be curious. In fact, let's just real quick, who you got? Does he go down as as the greatest college basketball of all college basketball coach of all time? Are you still? Is it still Wooden? Is it is it uh uh uh, uh Roy Nelson? Roy Nelson. Why am I? Is that, why am I? Why can't I not remember uh, the the uh, coach of Carolina, Roy 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 Williams? Why the fuck did I say Roy Nelson? He's a a UFC fighter. Uh, crazy thing, Roy Nelson. By the way, both coaches in this national championship game. Uh, no, Kyle Perry is a good one. Yeah, Kyle Perry would be up there, right? You'd have uh, Wooden. You'd have Roy Williams. You'd have Coach K. You'd have Kyle Perry. Um, everybody wants to throw Bobby Knight in there, and I'm just going to disagree on that, but that's just me. Now, the crazy thing about this game is that both of the head coaches for North Carolina and for Kansas both replaced Roy Williams as he stepped down. So when he was with Kansas, he stepped down. Current head coach as itself. Who's the, who's the Kansas head coach? That's how little I pay attention to college. Uh, who's their head coach? Yeah, Bill Self. Wow, can't believe I knew that. Kind of surprised my self. All right, I'll just fuck off here. Um, I watched Bill Shelf. No, it's not Shelf. <laughs> it's not Shelf. Uh, yeah, Bill Self. Um. I watched a little bit of both games. I really thought that 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 Kansas Villanova game was never really that close. Every time Villanova started to make a run and you felt like they were going to get back in it, just Kansas too deep, too much firepower can score from too many different positions, too many different weapons. Uh, Kansas is, I mean, I, I think Kansas is the better team in this in this finals matchup with North Carolina, but obviously the better team versus Villanova and. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they probably should win. I think they're a four-and-a-half-point favorite uh, for tonight's game as well. Four-and-a-half-point favorite. In fact, uh, let's go look at the particulars. I'll just pull that up. You guys can... Where the heck did it go? There we go. We'll just pull this up together and take a look-see. Uh, and let's just see all of the particulars. So, Joe Pro said, how did you watch? I'll explain in just a second, Joe Pro. Believe it or not, it was nothing illegal or nefarious. It was all uh, on the up and up, above board. So here's your preview. Matchmakers saying that Kansas has about a 70% chance of winning this game. And if you watch the two games this weekend, I mean, Duke gave North Carolina everything they could handle. Carolina outlast the Blue Devils advancing to the national championship game. Uh, and they've been a you know wild ride, eight seed. Probably should have been better than that. You heard some people say, I mean, obviously I don't know this, but I heard some people saying them getting blown out by Kentucky probably had a lot to do with them not being seated higher because they are a talented basketball team. Obviously they got this far. So maybe they should have been a higher seed, but that blowout loss to Kentucky probably had something to do with it. Nevertheless, um, Kansas has about a 70% chance 
according to Vegas. Now, this line moved a little bit. Uh, it was four and a half. It's now down to four, but don't worry. That's just the betting odds. That's just the public putting money on Kansas and lowering the odds a little bit. Money line is at minus 210 uh, for Kansas. It's plus 175 for North Carolina. Over under is 151.1. Guarantee if you're not in Jerry Bowe's group, you need to get in there. He's probably got all the ins and outs on what you should do. Don't take my advice. I am definitely not the guy to tell you who I would be betting on in this situation. Um, But you can kind of see what they've done. This last little run here in March. I mean, Carolina's resume, look at that. They got Baylor on there. They got Duke. Uh, They got UCLA. Um, Kansas has Villanova, Miami, Providence, uh, Texas Southern. That's a tough one. So, um, yeah, look, here's, here's some of the team stats, right? They both average about 78 points a game. North Carolina uh, shoot about 2% worse from the field. Out rebounding Kansas 40 to 37 or 41 to 38, I should say. Sist about the same blocks, slight edge to Kansas, steal slight edge to Kansas. I don't know. I mean, you guys watch this shit more than me. Um, but just based on the two games that I saw, just based on those two games, give me Kansas. And I don't even know if four and a half is going to be enough the way that they handled Villanova. And the way that Carolina struggled a little bit with Duke. And Duke wasn't even that good this year. Duke had times where they just were, ugh, what are they doing? So, uh, was this a wooden winning 16 team tournaments? Well, no, that is true. That is true, but he still won. He was still winning. Shaka Smart, goat. Stop it, Flip. Stop it. So, Joe Bro wanted to know how did I watch? Because I have Fubo, and Fubo doesn't have TNT. And so, if you don't have TNT, you couldn't watch the games because they weren't on CBS. Although tonight's game is on, oh, it's on TBS. Even better. So what I did is actually, uh, Joe Pro, they have um, like a, you can go to the NCAA website and you can basically watch there. Now I will tell you, and I won't say who told me this, uh, but a buddy of mine told me about an app that may or may not be legal or legal. It's in the app store. I know that much that you can download and watch sports on. Okay. I don't know if this is illegal or illegal. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm telling you, this is what a buddy said when I tweeted like, Hey Fubo, thanks a lot for not having the game on. Cause you couldn't work out a deal with Turner. He said to go out and download the Dofu sports app. D O F U. It's like, what? Yeah, Dofu Sports app. It has YouTube. It'll have a YouTube link to the games tonight. I do know that they showed them that I could watch both, but it had like a countdown where they were like, hey, this is how much free preview you have left. And it was over two hours. So I was like, I'm good, fam. But I don't know. If it's in the app store, you have plausible deniability. Right? Right? (laughs) Alex, I don't know if it's illegal. I mean, it's in the app store. You literally can find Dofu and download it. So uh, Alex is going against the majority bet uh, is a lot of times good. Mm, Kansas had it easier. This win tonight is very important. For who, CC? Uh, way easier. CC wants to go to Vegas. CC got a trip on the line. Oh, do you? You have a trip to Vegas on the line, CC? With who? How did that work out? Very cool. 
Dofu is Android only. Oh, is that true, Wallace? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's what he said. And then he said, just put it on your, you know, just cast it to your screen with Jerry Bow. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, cool. I don't know if it's illegal. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Blue Bloods for the championships. I wonder what the television ratings will be for the game. I also have Fubo. Shout out TNT, CBS, TBS, all the channels have their own app. Yeah, it's maddening. It's maddening how many different apps and um, the, the, I mean, like, no, I, I can't, I got rid of cable because I was paying too much, but now in order to get everything, you got to get all the apps. I'm like, come on, fam. I just, I don't know. It's too much. It's too many. I may have to just go back to cable. My life was so much easier. So much easier, but that's how I watched, um, was just going to the NCAA National Championship website, and they had a way to watch on there, Joe Pro. Uh, and then, yeah, you can try that app or whatever. Holy shit, I don't know if Vegas can handle CZ and Jerry Bow at the same time. Probably not. Uh, it is Vegas. I'm, I'm sure they're well-equipped. Uh, all right. So we get National Championship. Well, what you're going to get out of me as far as a preview. We talked a little bit. Uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't know what's happening to this show. I don't know what's happening to this show. I didn't realize YTTV didn't have Astros Rocket game until you said something. Yeah, they don't. They don't carry AT&T Sportsnet. Only Fubo has AT&T Sportsnet. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, all right, so we got that out of the way. I want to talk a little bit. Let's do this. So, talk a little NFL. Um... Strength of schedule came out. Uh, Sharp football analysis did a state a, a strength of schedule analysis for every team going into 2022 based on last year's um, records and other factors, I'm sure. So the way this looks is everything in the green, that, that middle, that line, that's dead ass middle. If you are on that line, you have a, you don't have a hard schedule. You don't have an easy schedule. You are dead ass in the middle. The, f- the further you get it to the top of the slide in the green, the easier the schedule gets. And the further you get to the bottom, the harder the schedule gets. So what this means is that the Chiefs have the hardest schedule, or strength of schedule, I should say, in 2022. Somehow the Jets end up with the second hardest strength of schedule, even though they were like one of the shittiest teams in football last year. Rams have a difficult strength of schedule. Giants, or excuse me, Niners have a difficult strength of schedule. And the Raiders round out the top five most difficult strength of schedules in the NFL for 2022. So Chiefs, Jets, Rams, Niners, Raiders. On the flip side, the Washington Commanders have the easiest strength of schedule going into 2022. Bears are second. Sean said Bears gonna go 17 and 0. That settles it. Okay. Look, are we betting? Are we are we wagering on this? Are you gonna are we laying money on this, Sean? Are we? <laughs> so uh Washington Commanders have the easiest schedule in 2022. The Bears have the second easiest schedule. The Eagles have the third easiest. Colts the fourth, and the Seahawks the fifth. By the way, your Cowboys sixth there. Sixth easiest schedule in the NFL uh this coming year. Jags seven. That's a division rival. There's your Saints. I know for all the Saints fans, we have a lot of Saints fans in the chat. There's your Saints at 15. So kind of middle of the road-ish. Middle of the road-ish. Texans have a hard schedule next year. It's weird. Um, You got the Titans. 
the uh, the Jags and the Colts all have easier schedules than the Texans. I don't know what happened. Sean wants to wager one bit. That's not enough, Sean. That's not enough. DJ Maddie said no love for the Texans. I mean, they're there. It's just a difficult schedule. That's all, DJ Maddie. It's not, you know. I mean, this is just based on who they have to face. So, which again, it surprises me. Usually, you see teams grouped together based on the division that they're in, but this is not the case. I mean, the other teams in the AFC South are. Texans kind of an outlier, though. Joe Pro said NFC East must be playing the AFC South this year. Uh, could be, yeah. Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. <laughs> Maybe, right? Uh, Potch is taking the under on your bet. Broncos right in the middle. Yeah, Jeff. Broncos get better. Not a difficult schedule. Things are looking up, right? Although they are in that division. So we'll see. Uh, what is this? Walt said those other teams have the Texans on the schedule. It makes their schedule easier. Well, there is that true. That is, I guess. I mean, the Jags, though? Those other teams have the Jags on their schedule, too, Walt. And you would think that, okay, I mean, the Jags and the Texans, but I don't know. I guess one game can really skew the whole thing there. Tony said if the Bears lose a game in September, Sean has to come on and break down division series baseball matchups. <laughs> well done, Tony. We got to make Sean, like, Sean, the punishment if the Bears. Oh, that's a good one. Right, let's see. Let's pull up their schedule real quick. Let's see here. Hold on. Let me. Let's let's go to the Sean. We're gonna have a bet here, and you're gonna have to like break. I like this. Actually, I like the bet as is. Screw it. There you go, Sean. You in or you out? The if the Bears lose a game in September, you have to come on and break down a division series baseball matchup, and I get to pick it with no warning ahead of time. You just. No, he just wants to watch. He just has to watch 12 hours of baseball. No, no, you got to break it down. Ah, that would be fun. Good times. Good times. Indeed. Shout out to everybody over on Podbean. Titan Hugo, D Mac, John Dory, Chris Reyes. Uh, we seem to be bouncing in and out over there, but that's all right. We got our mainstays. Oh, what is this? Glorious Haddish entered the live studio. What's up? Glorious Haddish. She's gone now, but she was there or he, I don't know. Is Glorious Haddish a he or I was thinking of Tiffany Haddish. So I don't know. Maybe that's her cousin, Glorious. I don't know. Could be. Uh, nonetheless. All right. Let's see. Now, nah, Chris said, nah, I had some schedule for 30 years. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, that's good. I like it. Yeah. I like that they, they keep each other entertained over there. Let me check their schedule. <laughs> Dub said with scouting reports. Yeah, I, but I want his scouting reports. Sean cannot use any actual. It's all got to be on him. Like, it's got to be his breakdown. 100%. Speaking of, Uzi, what happened to you this week, fam? Where's my weather? Where's my weather report at? Huh? I mean, we're probably not going to take a break today anyway. But no, he just has to watch 12 hours of baseball. Uh, so there's your strength of schedules. One more time. There you go. If you're looking for your team, go find it real quick. Who else do we have in the chat? We have Bears fans. I know there's the second easiest. Um, I never got it, homie. He said, I sent it to you yesterday. Uh, yesterday. I, I swear to God, it's not in my inbox. I, I didn't get it. 
unless it went to spam. Let's see if it went to spam. But I, yeah, and usually what happens is it pops in my inbox and I, I leave it marked as unread so that when I Monday morning rolls around, I can, <clears throat> I can make it. Let me see. Let me check my, check my spam folder real quick. Let's get that. That's weird. We don't need that anymore. Let's see. Did you get spam from Lil Uzi? Oh, I sure do got a lot of lawsuit compensation emails. Hollister. Oh, because I got there. <gasps> there it is. Right in the spam. April 3rd. Let's see. How do you say this is not spam? Not spam. There we go, Steven. I got stuff from the IRS. Some of the spam stuff is, is pretty crazy. Some of the stuff that they'll put here. Sex tea party. I want to make you. Co- oh, my goodness, ma'am. Do you kiss your kids with that mouth? Here's people whiz elongation secret. What? It's a completely natural, extremely well-guarded ritual for the heart from the heart of Africa for getting a bigger eggplant. Um, it must have to do with their fertilizer. Is that how you get a bigger eggplant in Africa is your fertilizer? The Congo, their eggplants, amazing. Uh, okay, yeah, this is just all. This is, I never look at my spam folder, like ever. This is sad. Do, does anybody fall for these? Like, I see <laughs> lawsuit compensation, public records, wild night fuck, new sex partner. Who's, who's falling for this? German sex industry penis ritual leaked. Let me tell you something. If there, we'll ask my mom about it. If there was a way to enlarge your penis that was even remotely effective, not even cost effective. What's up, L. Griswold? Welcome to the program. That was even remotely effective. Dudes would have been all over it. It would be like Botox now for ladies' foreheads. I'm telling you right now. This is not something you're going to find in your spam folder and it's going to be legit. Steven said, who's the lying son of a bitch now, Laminac? I am. What's up, Ray? Welcome to the program, my friend. Yeah, that's true, Joe Pro. This is what happens when you register on dinky ones. Man, inundated, inundated. Uh, What does this say? I sent it to you yesterday. Sean said he's in. Okay, good. I just hope Miami doesn't have to turn her on another one and seven start the season. Yeah, I know you're real high on your Dolphins next year, buddy, but don't be. I'm just saying, don't be. Tua is still your quarterback. Uh, all right, let's do this. So we got we got NCAA out of the way. We got strength of schedule out of the way. Um, What do we want to do? We've got so much. So Jenny, my mom, Jenny's mom's going to join me at 315 in about 15 minutes. So I don't want to get anything too deep where we don't have time uh, to discuss it, like this Dan Snyder story. I do want to talk about it, but maybe we'll talk about it after we uh, get with Jenny's mom when she joins me on the program here at 315 Houston time. Uh, yeah, by the way, El Griswold, what's up, man? I So just so you know, this show, he's on uh, Podbean Twitch, folks. Uh, just so you know, this show streams on Twitch live right now. So I'm live on Twitch as well as being live on Podbean. The reason I have Podbean is for some of the listeners that have been rocking with me for almost two years now. Um, some of them just can't watch, but they want to listen. So I created the Podbean live thing for them. And if you want to listen live, you download the app, find Burial Deck. But you can also join us on Twitch, uh, L Griswold. Just go to twitch.tv forward slash Barry on Deck. We're all hanging out over there. We got uh, 62 people hanging out right now. 
So you can come hang out with us over there or stay in the pod bean, your choice. Uh, Chris Reyes and those guys over there have a good time. So we're building that up. Uh, D-Max said, you didn't talk about the NCAA Women's Basketball Championship. <sighs> yeah, that would be correct, D. I mean, dude, I barely watch men's college basketball. You think I'm sitting down to watch any ladies' college basketball? No, fam. Uh, El Grizzle said, I just came from LWN Live Podbean. Saw you live, so I came to see what you're all about. Man, we're all about talking shit, talking sports, having fun, cutting up, doing crazy shit. Having a good time, man. This is a sports and entertainment show. Some sports, a lot of entertainment. Yeah, we get wild. So, uh, you know, give it a week. Give it a week, L-Dub. I'm going to call you LG. Give it a week, LG. If you don't like it, you don't have to come back. But, you know, come back all this week. Monday through Friday, LG. Show up. And if by the end of the week you don't like it, I will double your money back in hugs. Shelby said I deleted 4,500 junk emails yesterday. I still have 7,000 to go. You guys, my wife's uh, unread messages in her inbox is, it's unnerving. It's, it really is. I'm going to, I should tell her, like, here we go. I'm going to make her send me a screenshot. Hey, send me a screenshot of your phone. I want to see how many unread messages you have. And I want to show the chat. It's, un, it's like, why, why do you do this? Why? Just just read your messages. And if you get all that bullshit, just create a new email. Like, I literally have an email just for spam. So if I'm going to go sign up for something or do a trial or, you know, Pornhub account, I use I used the, the, the spam Gmail that I created. It's not my legit Gmail where I do stuff out of. So, I mean, why just use all one email? I, no. See, that's me, Sean. Sean says, my OCD does not allow for unread messages. And they know that, buddy. They know that. That's why they put the little dots and the numbers because it compels you to go, ah, I got I to clear that out. So there you go, back on the app. It's like crack cocaine, man. They keep you addicted. CC, you have 167 unread voicemails or unlistened to voicemails. How is that even possible? How is your mailbox not full? Every time you log in, it's like, you have 167 voicemails. Be like, oh, hell no. Hell no. Just delete all. How do I do that? How do I do that? That's a lot, CC. That is a lot. Eagles and Saints just traded draft picks. Oh, did they? Uh, I need a link. You know I don't trust the chat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ivan. I do not trust the chat. Uh, no doubt if man could make uh, his pecker bigger, man would have done that. Yes, thank you, JM Sizzle. You get it. 100%. <laughs> Chris Reyes says, uh, Chris Reyes said, uh, where'd it go? <laughs> That's why CC never calls me back. Yeah. She's got 160 cents. Sorry, I meant to DM you, Barry. What the heck? What the heck? Oh, my God. CC! Can I show this? CC, is that why you sent it? Look at this shit. Look at this shit. This is from CC's phone right here. Look at this. Look at, look at it, chat. Hold on. Let me, let me get it. Come on. 
Oh, you can't see it. Come on. Damn it. She legitimately has 167 here. Let me let me see. Does that show up? Boy, this sucks. I mean, that does, but you can't get in there. There it goes. You can barely see it. 167. You are a monster, CC. A monster. How is that possible? That shit would ruin me. Hey, uh, Amos, thank you for the four bits, my friend. Very much appreciated. Okay, now... What did LG say? I would sign my husband up. (laughs) Just kidding. No, you should. You don't should. That's probably what Nora does. That's why she's got so many unread messages. She signs me up for shit. I don't even know it. Uh, That's just from this weekend? No, it's not. No, you can't. No way. (laughs) Oh, that's good times. All right. So, Jen said this. That ain't why Reyes. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Chris said, that's why CC didn't call me back. She was like, that's not why, Chris. That's not why. A lot of extended warranty offers? Probably. That's too funny. All right. Uh, real quick, let's get into this before Jenny's mom joins me at 3.15, y'all. If you're new to the program or don't know or just popped in or maybe, you know, like I said, new. Uh, my mother, her name is Jenny. She joins the show on Mondays, and we spend about 15 minutes hanging out, talking, and I don't know. It gets weird sometimes. We have a good time. She's just a she's just a fun person to chat with. So we talk sports. We talk life. We tell stories of our childhood. Well, my childhood. I wasn't there for hers. That's that's how sperm works and eggs. Anyways, that got weird. Uh, so she's gonna join me at three fifteen. So stick around for that. Plus, I got some non sports stories for you, including maybe the most baller ass petty move in the history of corporate takeovers, and it involves Elon Musk. We're going to get to that before the day's out, I promise. Uh, and then, yeah, I've got, like, pictures of Madonna. She looks weird now, too. Uh, so we're going to get to all of that uh, in a bit. But then, like I said, Jenny's mom joins me at 3.15, so we'll do that here. Until then, I do have your – we talked about, you know, betting odds for the national championship game. We looked at strength of schedule. Let's look ahead in the baseball r- world. Here is your AL MVP betting odds for 2022 now something stands out here folks Shohei Otani has the best odds of winning the MVP in the American League at plus 400 Mike Trout is at a plus 550 oh my so you mean to tell me that the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim have the two best players in the American League (gasps) spoiler alert they got the two best players in the country in the world And they're still going to probably finish third in the division. Awful. Awful. Awful times. Uh, I mean, maybe they finish second. They're not beating the Astros. They might beat the Mariners. Although, Mariners could be pretty good. So, there you go. Shoei Otani, a plus 400. Mike Trout, a plus 550. Vlad Guerrero Jr. at a plus 550. Rafael Devers is at a plus 2,000. So, your favorites, your three locks. One, two, three. And I, I would love to count Trout in, but he's injured too much. Um... My pick of these three, or of of this group, I don't know if Shohei Otani is going to be able to reproduce what he did last year. And I think some of the novelty of it will wear off just a touch. But if Toronto wins that division over the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Rays, and they are the best team in baseball, like many suspect, 
Vlad Guerrero Jr. probably has a lot to do with that and is probably your MVP. So I, I from it's not even a good value at plus 550 compared to some of these others. So like if you wanted good value, maybe Aaron Judge at plus 2200 or Kyle Tucker at plus 2500 because both of those teams are going to be really good. Vander Franco is very good as well at plus 2200, but I just don't know if that team's going to be able to carry the record that he would need to win an MVP. So there's your top 10 uh, AL MVP betting odds. For those of you listening on Podbean, I'll run through it real quick. Shoei Otani, Mike Trout, Vlad Guerrero, those are your top three. Then Rafael Devers is a plus 2,000. Judge is a plus 2,200. Vander Franco, plus 2,200. Luis Robert, a plus 2,200. Jose Ramirez, plus 2,500. And apparently, the Angels are trying to get Ramirez. So we'll see what happens there. Kyle Tucker's a plus 2,500. And Byron Buxton rounds out your top 10 also at plus 2,500 over in the National League. Actually, the best odds of anybody in baseball to win an MVP is Juan Soto. And remember all that stuff I said about teams with good records carrying the MVP? Juan Soto might actually prove that to not be the case because I don't know that the Washington Nationals are going to be all that good. But Juan Soto is all that good. And could very well win an MVP for a team that maybe finishes third or fourth in their division. So keep an eye on that. That's just how good Juan Soto is. Ronald Acuna Jr. might win an MVP and comeback player of the year award. Uh, You recall late he got injured. He's not scheduled due back until May. So keep an eye on that. Uh, Bryce Harper at a plus 900. That's your top three. Soto, Acuna, and Harper. And then the full top 10 looks like this. Juan Soto at a plus 380. Acuna at a plus 900. Harper at a plus 900. Mookie Betts at plus 1200. Freddie Freeman at plus 1200. So look at the Dodgers with two of the top five MVP candidates. Francisco Lindor plus 1800. Trey Turner plus 1800. Matt Olson plus 2400. Nolan Arenado at a plus 2700. And Kristen Yelich at a plus 3000. And I got to tell you, if you like, uh, if you want good odds, I like those last two, Arenado and Yelich. For value, I don't think they're going to win the MVP, but you know, you take a you take a couple unit flyer on those guys, 10, 20 bucks, throw it down, hundred bucks, whatever, whatever, whatever you feel comfortable gambling. Could do worse. If I had to pick a name from this list that I think is going to win an MVP. I would probably just based on how good the Dodgers are this year. I feel like they want to get Freddie Freeman one. I'm I'm probably going to go Mookie Betts, though. Um, I mean, it just makes the most sense. Uh, so yeah, we'll go we'll go Mookie Betts, and uh, yeah, I think the I think the Dodgers obviously the best team in baseball, so stands to reason, right? I don't know, could be wrong. Uh, but that would be who I would pick in the National League for your MVP and over in the American League, probably Vlad Guerrero Jr. So there you go. All right, a couple minutes, and Jenny's mom's going to join me on the program. Let's see. All right, we got my spam app. All right, so, Stephen, we shouldn't have a problem. I hope the next time you send me the weather update for Houston, Texas. Where's my phone at? Let me see if the wife did what I asked and sent me a screenshot. She did not. Of course not, because she... She's the boss, and I just do uh, what what I'm told. She's, you know, she's the big boss. So there we go. Um, so I don't have that screenshot yet. You know what? Let's just do it. Is, uh, is she? Oh, she is here. Aw, let me pull this up here. You guys joining me on the program right now. 
This woman is the greatest mother in the history of the world, and the rest of you can shut up about it. I don't want to hear any lies. Jenny is and not joining me on well, the program. I pay you well to say that. You do. How have indeed. you been? Boy, what an asshole would I be if I'd be like, guys, please join me in welcoming the fourth best mom in Texas. Hey, I take fourth. I take fourth. Oh. I haven't talked to you in a while. I know. I think been- the last time we had text was during the U of H game. Mm-hmm. Um, that they won. <laughs> yeah. Last one they won. Yeah, I never hear from yeah. you when they lose. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, I I was pretty. I, well, they had a great year, but they I did really have a great year. You should be them. proud as a as I a am uh, very proud of them as a you UH know, graduate. You know, they had a great defense that night, but they couldn't hit the side of a barn. No, I mean, one for fifteen from three. You're not um, winning. You're not advancing in the NCAA bracket going no. one for 15 from three-point range. I don't give a shit how they good your defense cold. is. Yeah. Bless their hearts. You know. Oh, my God. That's such a mom <laughs> thing to say. You guys, my mother could be the Pope of hearts. She has blessed so many hearts in her life. Well, she could legitimately. I mean, nobody was hitting baskets. Nobody. Mother, it you can't. Just, it's sports. You can't feel sorry for people in sports. It's well, not allowed. Yes, it is allowed. It's totally not. So there. Uh, so by big the way, Chris Reyes said, Mama Jenny. L. Griswold on Podbean said, Hi, Jenny. And, uh, Hi, yeah. guys. So that's on the Podbean. And, uh, of course, the chat. Is uh says hi Jenny. So everybody in the chat is saying hello. Uh they've missed you. Hello, what did you hello, do? Hello. Why were you gone for so many weeks? Out gallivanting well, around, as you would say. No, you know, to be old and retired, I'm mm-hmm. neither. Well, I'm old, but I'm not retired. I have been so friggin' busy. We went we went to Canyon Lake with our neighbors for five days, and then I don't know what I had last week. I had some kind of appointment, I think, with a client or something. I don't know, but I'm back. I'm getting trying to get everything ready to take my trip. Where's your trip? Where are you going? Well, I'm going to Greece, uh-huh. and then we're going to get on a cruise, and we're going to go to Cyprus and Turkey and Israel for two days. And nice. To Greek what a great time to be traveling over in Europe. Hi. <laughs> hey. Only you. you. Let me tell you guys my mother's history of vacations. All right. Jenny has the absolute worst, shittiest, most (laughs) awfulest luck on vacations of any human being I've ever seen in my whole goddamn life. Now, I fully expect Total Dallas. Thank you for the subscription, buddy. Appreciate you, man. That was, uh, yeah, he just renewed for a second month. Thank you. I fully expect, like, Greece to be attacked by Russia. Just because Jenny's going. They're like, Cyprus, we bombed that off the map. Oh, Jenny's there. Let's go ahead and bomb Cyprus. I was a little concerned about Israel when I read in the paper the other day that there had been a a shooting in Tel Aviv, but I thought, well, we're not going to be in Tel Aviv very long, so. Jenny, you live in Houston. There's shootings all the time. (laughs) I know. Good deal, right? So I'm like, okay, that's, you know, we all walk out the door every day and take a chance. Yeah, especially in Houston now. The murder murder capital of the world is Houston. Did you know that? Well, okay, maybe the U.S. Um, my buddy Francisco said, Canyon Lake, she should have come out to the winery. I would have uh, rolled out the red carpet for Jenny's mom. Oh, oh my gosh. I wish I'd have known that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We Trust even me. talked about going to a winery. Jenny loves freebies. So she would have. Oh, and wine, too. Are you kidding me, Cisco? <laughs> and then, of course, yeah, the, I'll remember that next time. Yeah. I'm said. Note. 
buy me something, Jenny. What? Demodo? No, don't don't promise that, Mom. Don't do that. Does don't. he want it from Israel, Greece, Turkey, or Cyprus? <laughs> are you you're not even gonna buy me anything from any of these places? Why are you buying Demodo something from these places, Jenny? Let's go back well, real quick. Let's talk about your luck on vacations. Let's talk about the um, time you and me. And Carol went to Taos, New Mexico. Okay. This this is just an example of my mother's luck as a vacationer because it's the worst fucking luck you have ever seen or heard of in your whole entire vacationing life, people. This is what happens. This is my mom. Now she's single. She's ready to mingle. She's looking for a handsome Taos man. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah. So her, and these are before yeah, dating apps. Be so her and her friend Carol, two single women, why they would take their son with them on a vacation to go try to score some New Mexico peen. I have no so idea. Yeah, but so you're out fun. you're out trying to find some New Mexico dudes and some peen and you bring your son with you? Why would you do that? Because you're my baby. You used me you used <laughs> me to get dudes, didn't you? Is that what it was? You were like, Maybe. son, show me a three point stance. Mama helps him with his footballs. Huh? You were never shy. No, that's true. <laughs> Uh, so, so we're walking around some market in Taos, New Mexico. It was Just, okay. It was okay. Square. Don't get bogged down in the details. That's the, that's not, that's not the point. So we're walking around in the square and my mother is head to toe looking amazing. Now she I is beautiful. On, Let, turquoise Jenny, jewelry. I'm telling this story. If you don't stop interrupting me. Jenny's got on her best jewelry. She had bought some turquoise jewelry from, from the, the indigenous folks there. She's got the white, beautiful white shirt, white pants. I mean, she's killing it, y'all. We're in Taos, New Mexico. She's about to find her a New Mexico man. And we're walking in this square and it's covered. It's, by the way, spoiler alert, it's a big square. And it's like, uh, and the middle is open, but it's it's covered on all the way around the square with this walkway as you go past different shops and people selling their wares. And we notice there's a lot of birds around here. And my mom goes, she looks up, she's like, man, that's a lot of pigeons. I hope one of them doesn't shit on me. And y'all, I swear to God on the Bible, mother, validate this. No sooner does she get the words shit on me out of her mouth, a pigeon flies by and dookie dive bombs my mom's shoulder with the biggest piece of pigeon shit you have ever seen in your whole entire life. It looked like a baby threw up on her. It was just pigeon shit all down the front. And she just froze. She just goes. I even have pictures that you took. Well, of course I took pictures of you getting shit on by a pigeon while you're out trying to find a man. What do you think I was going to do? And Carol was mortified. Carol, her best friend, who's also out trying to find a husband or a sugar daddy or something. It's just like, oh my God. And then can't stop laughing. Me and Carol lose our shit, piss our pants. Meanwhile, Jenny has to leave in her shitty shirt, walk through the square. Everybody looking. Full of pigeon shit and has to go back and change. Or one cute blouse. Gone. I know. That was sad. And remember when you were skiing? And you fell in a hole. Yes. A hundred percent. We're walking down. So I'm I'm skiing and I'm so good. Okay. Don't say that. You're taking lessons. <laughs> what did I just say? 
Yeah, don't, don't be snitching on me. Listen, my instructor was cute. All right. I was trying to get me a little snow bunny. I was know, like fucking you eight. You need to pay again for lessons. I, I didn't even nobody. know how to use my penis yet. And I was already trying yeah. to hook up with a snow bunny. Uh, but I'm skiing down this, the, the, the slopes and I'm uh, <laughs> total Dallas re, re, uh, just used his channel points to highlight his message. Pigeon said, order up. <laughs> Ma'am, you ordered a pigeon shit to go? <laughs> All right, so so I'm on the mountain skiing, and I'm I'm coming down, you know, and I'm doing my, hey, you got to in and out, in and out, in and out. I'm skiing, and I'm, I see my mom over on the side, and I'm like, hi, mom. And she's walking, and she goes, hey, son. And as soon as she waves, one leg goes into a hole <laughs> on the side of the mountain. And she is now stuck. One foot is on the ground and her knee is by her shoulder. Meanwhile, literally her crotch is resting on the ground. That's how deep this hole is. So her leg all the way up to the top of the third, the crease is in this hole and, and, and I'm skiing and then I just fall. Yeah. She's like, Oh shit. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened to my mother? She just disappeared into the mountain and she couldn't get out. She couldn't, she couldn't get out. There's no way to get out. She had to have someone come rescue her out of her one legged hole prison. <laughs> just, well, that, that was one trip. One trip. We <coughs> well, not all my trips are that bad. Just a few. <laughs> I mean, didn't you didn't you do something crazy when you went zip lining? Oh. <laughs> See? <laughs> By the way, how old were you when you were zip lining, Mom? Um, 73? No, 72. And I mean, Costa Rica. look, far be it from me to tell you how to live your life. Good. You can't be zip lining at 72, Jenny. Oh, the worst one was oh, shit. the last trip we took in Florida when we were snorkeling and we got in the, the, the current and we couldn't get back to the boat and they had to, they had to swim out and get me. Did you get sucked out to sea, mother? Oh, my God. I, that was one of the few times were in my scared? life that I, really, I was really scared. I, I couldn't get back to the boat and I was just you thought you were gonna, You thought you were just going to be sucked out to sea and be shark food? Oh, Paul, was, Paul was there too. We only had this little float thing with us and we were just getting further and further and further <laughs> away. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to holler for someone. And so we're <laughs> Well, thank God you're so loud that they would have shit. People on shore would have heard you. This was yet. This was last year, and we're screaming, you know. So this guy dives off the boat, has this this flotation device with him and with a rope, and he's swimming towards us, and he throws it, and I get it, and then Paul finally grabs it, and we come back in. Wait, was he cute though? Was your rescuer cute? Was he like a handsome lifeguard? Where you were like, oh, cute. Paul, let him hold on, Paul. You swim back. He's gonna drag me in by the chest. Oh, I think I need mouth to mouth. <laughs> but the bad thing about it was when we got back in the boat, I was exhausted because I'd been trying to swim against the current and I wouldn't get anywhere. And I told the guy, I said, Thank you so much for doing that. He said, Well, that's why I'm on this boat. And I went, 
you mean you know that that's going to happen to people? He goes, yeah, that's why I'm here. Oh, that pissed me off. You mean you know people are getting sucked out to sea and you just let us get out there in the water like assholes and get sucked out to sea? He's like, hey, listen, lady. We're 75 years old. You wouldn't think he would have said, hey, Hey, don't get too far from the boat. If you're old and you get tired easy, stay your ass near the boat. Then he's looking right at you and Paul. I mean, I don't want to point anybody out. You too? That was not fun. That, that doesn't still, sound what, fun. What do, call, what do they call that when you have, uh, um, what do you call it? When you're like shocked, you know, you have uh, Shock? PTSD. PTSD? PTSD. Yes. I still have it about that. You don't go when to the pool, you freak out. The, the chat's in awe right now, Mother. The chat is in awe. By the way, those of you listening on the Podbean can't see Jenny's uh, mom. Go to twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. You can see my mother over there hanging out. For those of you who are uh, on Twitch, all 65 of you, the chat is wondering, Jenny, what? 72? Respectfully, Cherry wants to know, and Cherry's a sweetheart. She said, wait, respectfully, how old is Jenny? Because Robert and Tomball said 72. I was thinking she's only 60 now. Ooh, I love him. Who is that? That's Robert and Tomball. Mother, you're a married woman, you floozy. Stop it. I will be 76 to answer their question in May. May 20th. May 20th. Yes. Our birthdays are nine days apart. That's right. You That's May twentieth, right. you'll be seventy six. We have to do lunch. We're gonna start that early. What? <laughs> we have to do lunch. I'll get Why? the deckheads to make sure Why? you have lunch with me. Oh, for your birthday? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah. That'll, that'll probably roll around about September. I'll be free. <laughs> knock that out. We'll knock that out in September, October ish. You know what I mean? You're do terrible. <laughs> Uh, hey, but I have lots of insurance for this trip, so I just want to tell you. I yeah, have can we not? I was telling the chat this the other day because Dad calls me. He's like, "Hey, bud, rather than making a will, I'm just going to give you all my shit now." I'm like, "Why am I having these goddamn conversations with my parents? I don't want to be talking about my parents dying." And every time you go on a vacation, mother, I have to have the same conversation with you. You're like, and I told him that my will's in my top drawer. Now, if I die, you're the, you're the officer. You got to divvy up the shit. I'm like, I don't want, no, I don't want to have these convos. Doesn't that freak you out to have those conversations at that age? No, I mean, that's, you don't want to do that to your kids and everything being a, you know, they have being a pickle when you keel over. Well, you I mean, never think about. I mean, I look, I just I'm going need... to live to be a hundred because I'm going to drive you oh, crazy Jesus. for the next. I hope so. 27 years. Good Lord. Uh, how old? What? If you're 20, uh, if you live to a hundred means I'm going to be almost 67. No, no, no. Huh? You wish. You wish. 24. That would make you 76. No, 72. Damn. No, thanks. I know. No, thanks. That's why I'm going to live that long. Well, you look good. Uh, I know you're exercising. Keep that up. That's Thank good. Thank you, honey. I just yeah. got back from swimming this morning. So. Well, you go. You're badass. Swimming you're showing off. Me, swimming keeps me in shape. Yes, it does. Too well, bad, 
Too bad you didn't help me when I was in the ocean, but anyway. <laughs> well, listen, I'm so glad to have you back on the program, Mother. I love you to death. You're the best. We will talk next week, as you. always. Love they we'll love you, you too. Week. Bye, Mom. All right. Bye. All right, guys, that is Jenny's mom. She joins me on the program every Monday, 315, where we hang out and, uh, you know, talk about whatever. I uh, love my mom, and I'm happy to be able to uh, bring her on and uh, introduce you to her because she is amazing. And uh, yeah, thought you guys would like it. And I know some of you have enjoyed that segment. So there you go. Uh, okay, what is that? Taurus season. Yeah, she's a Taurus. I'm like right on the edge, right? Like May 29. I'm more, I'm closer to Taurus than I am whatever the other one is. I'm a Gemini. So, which explains a lot. I'm very bipolar. Very much bipolar. Hey, Fidel, thank you for using the uh, Barry Cheers emote. I'm working on new emotes too, guys. Don't forget. Um, I am going to have new emotes and I'm still taking ideas for channel points. If there's certain things you'd like to see used or see you, that you could use with your channel points. Uh, what does it say? Can you imagine showing Tatas after a hype train at 73? Good Lord. I'm like, well, fellas, ladies, we done hit a hype train. Let me show you my titty. I'd have to get down and get it off the floor. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to see that. That's disgusting. All right, let's get back to some sports. Got our MVPs in. Um, did y'all see this over the weekend? So Deshaun Watson <clears throat> got on his IG account and posted a picture of his four jerseys that he'll be playing in this coming season uh, for the Cleveland Browns. They're on your screen right there, all four of them left to right. I kind of like the one on the far left. I like the 3D letter or the 3D number look. I'll be honest with you. I, I kind of like the Browns unis, by the way. I liked it better when they had the Browns written on the pants down the side. I always thought those were pretty dope. <laughs> But, but he posts these four jerseys in a photo. <clears throat> and you might look at this photo and be like, okay, what's the big deal? Just four jerseys on a pool table that looks like it converts into whatever that, you know, ski ball. That's, that's not ski ball. What is that? Foosball. But I want you to look closer. Look closer, chat. Look closer to the foosball table. Look closer to the foosball table and you shall see that, my friends, is an Atlanta Falcons jersey with the number four on it. So this dude had his Atlanta Falcons jersey ready to go, forgot to take it off the table while he was doing his Cleveland Browns stuff. Uh, oops. And of course the internet noticed immediately. Of course, everyone was like, oh my God, no, he didn't. <laughs> How's that make you feel? Aaron J. Bryant as this, our resident Falcons fan. That's got a sting, right? Knowing he even had the Jersey already made and ready to go. Oh no, that's funny. Last call BBR said, quote, forgot, end quote. Like, uh-huh. You think he did that on purpose? I never really thought about it, but maybe he did. Maybe you're right, last call. Maybe maybe he did it on purpose. Like, see, you should have made a better offer, Atlanta. That's just hilarious to me. Like, 
because he basically pitted these two franchises against each other, you know, and Cleveland had to do something. They were going to be in complete disarray because Baker's feelings were hurt. So they were like, well, we've already messed it up. Let's go all in on him. And Atlanta couldn't make that happen. So then they end up having to trade Matt Ryan because they've destroyed the relationship there after pursuing Deshaun Watson. But damn, that's got to hurt. That's like posting your wedding photo and your side chick's a bridesmaid or something like that. I don't know. That's just, jeez. Uh, let's see. What is it? Yeah, y'all are going nuts. I like this. Um, no, Total Dallas. Total Dallas said, you could Uber me some Taco Bell with your channel points. No, I'm not, I'm not Ubering you. I'm not Ubering you any Taco Bell, young man. I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. Um let's see. Oh, so Sean said he's penny for leaving that Falcon stuff there. Can't wait for him to craft the bed this year. Oh, Sean, I don't know. I have a feeling Deshaun Watson's about to make a lot of his haters really sad. And I, you know, I Say what you want about the man off the field. But on the field, he's one of the best quarterbacks in football. At least from a talent perspective. He may not have put it all together yet. He doesn't have the results. Talent-wise, though, Browns got him one. The Browns got themselves a franchise quarterback. He is that. He just is. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, Future past, what is it? Past uh past performance doesn't predict future results like stock. But you've watched him play. We watched him play here for years. You see the potential that this kid has. Deshaun Watson hasn't even reached his peak or his full potential yet. For God's sakes, he's still super young. Brown's got him a good one, man. So we're gonna see what happens. Um next year, if he's what suspended? Shots fired at ATL. This this just in Watson doesn't make a, a great off the field decisions. <laughs> True that, Joe Pro. ATL's probably his next move with Garen with more guaranteed money. Um, I mean, what do you think? Once this contract is up, maybe so. But if they get themselves a franchise QB that they like, they're not gonna want an older five year older Deshaun Watson now. Deshaun Watson will never have more value than he does right now. I don't believe. Could be wrong. I mean, look at Brady held his value forever, right? Could be wrong, but you feel like the window for sure with Deshaun Watson's the next five years. T-Max said he's throwing shade already. Yeah, he kind of is. Will the NFL suspend him before the civil suits? It's possible, Flip. It's very possible. And I know that we've seen this and we've talked about it, but his contract was structured in such a way, smartly, by the way, from his manager or his agent, Mulligetti, uh, that he is going to be paid like $45 million as a bonus with a $1 million salary this coming season. And then every season after that, he makes $45, $46 million a year. And the reason they did it that way is they assume that the NFL is going to suspend him at some point in this coming season for at least, I think most people say somewhere between two and six games is the guess. It could be two, it could be four, it could be six, probably not more than six. But they didn't want him missing out on his money. His agent didn't want him missing out on his money, so he negotiated that into the deal. Cleveland was fine with it. They didn't give a shit. They're guaranteeing it all anyways. So they did it that way. Now, what I think is funny about that deal is what if, to Flip's point, the NFL says, you know what? Why don't we wait until 
All 22 of the civil suits are settled before we render a judgment. And that carries on through the year and into next season. When now they're like, all right, you get six games. And now he's going to miss out on that 46 million or at least six games worth of that 46 million. That would be kind of hilarious. And if the NFL wanted to kind of stick it to him, they certainly could do that. They could wait and render judgment and suspend him in 2023. They could, they just could, they could keep saying, we're still looking. We're still investigating. We'll get back to you. Oh, look years up. I will do something in 2023. That would be pretty hilarious. And if that happens, just know that was 100% planned and, 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 motivation to to sick this to get this dude's wallet so uh sean said 100 on purpose he did that on purpose for sure he made uh made both franchises have qb issues that yeah it's true is he still going to be good without the massages yes he is He's still going to be good what's up clarence Welcome to the program. If the NFL doesn't suspend him, they'll restructure his deal for this season. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think once they're in, they're in. So, I mean, they could possibly restructure his deal, but a lot of times what they'll do is, you know, move money around. So, I don't know. Uh, exempt for list for 22 and suspension in 23, maybe. Dude, that would be wild, Walt. That would be really wild. And I don't know. I mean, look. <sighs> Criminally, he's obviously not facing any charges. That, that Both of the grand jury investigations, he, he was no build on. So he's not going to face criminal charges of, for the, any of these 22 allegations. And I don't know how much stock the NFL puts in a civil suit. Right, civil suits are always going to be different. I mean, and I'm not trying to compare the two crimes, but when you look at OJ, OJ wasn't convicted of murder, but he was convicted in the civil suit and cost him a lot of money. But that doesn't that doesn't vindicate the crime per se. So I don't know what's going to happen. My guess, my guess is, is that he's going to try to get these 22 cases settled as quickly as possible. And the sooner he can get these settled, the sooner the NFL would levy their suspension on him. He better hope it comes before the end of the year, though. Otherwise, boy, he's going to be in. He's going to lose a lot of money in the next coming year. So if you're Deshaun Watson, you want to settle this as quickly as possible. And he may be even having his people reach out and say, hey, let's just have it. Let's do it. What, what do you need from us to render a verdict? Whatever that is, three games, six games, a season. Let's do it this year. If it's a season, I'll just sit out 2022. Just let me know that. So, I still hope that he, they suspend him in 2023. Yeah, that would be, yeah. Uh, Total Dallas said, we've had more franchise QBs than Houston has winning seasons. Are you counting Oilers or just Texans? Are you counting Oilers or just Texans? Uh, check. Okay, we got something going on over on the Podbean. What's up, Jimmy? 
Thank you for that, Chris Reyes. Look at Reyes bouncing back and forth between Podbean and Twitch. By the way, welcome to everybody on Twitch. Jimmy, I see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. D-Mac, Titan Hugo, Chris Reyes. Uh, for those of you that don't know, what's up, John Dory? Uh, this show does live stream on Twitch daily. Twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. I try to get to the Podbean chat, but it is rare. That is just for folks that can't watch and want to listen. But Chris Reyes doing a great job trying to keep it alive. So he keeps me informed with what's going on over there. Jimmy had a question on Podbean or a statement. He said, well, Watson improved because of the offensive line he has now compared to the offensive line from the Texans. Great offensive lines lead led lead to plenty of time on the in the pocket equals better passing opportunities equals better stats and numbers. It's a great question, Jimmy. It really is. And yes, he's going to have a much better offensive line. He's also going to have better weapons than he did overall. I shouldn't say better. He'll have more weapons. I mean, obviously he had DeAndre Hopkins and then and then he didn't. Um, but he's going to have a better running game for sure and have a better offensive line. And in fact, I think I would tell you, Jimmy, between the two, it might be the running game that gives his, him better opportunities and uh, creates more opportunities in the passing game than the old line. Because remember now, on the run, Watson is is outstanding. He might be a better passer on the run than he is a pocket passer at this point in his career. I'm not saying he's not a good pocket passer, but I'm saying when you get him on the move, he makes shit happen. And so, in a weird, odd way, not having the, the best O-line kind of forced him into doing something he's pretty good at, which is throwing on the run, moving outside of the pocket, getting loose, running more. Throwing on the run, right? But with that running game, they're going to have to, you know, you got to respect Cleveland's run game, which is potentially opens up a ton of options in the passing game and weapons that are already there. And we'll see now who goes, you know, is, uh, is has Odell Beckham Jr. decided where he's going yet? I, I can't recall if he made a decision, but he was talking about, well, maybe now I want to go back to Cleveland now that Deshaun is there and they've got a legitimately good quarterback to throw to me. So we'll find out. Uh, but I think you could credit that run game more so than the O-line just because of the style that he is. If this was a, a more of a pure pocket passer, I mean, if he was more of a Brady type, I would say 100% yes, but he's so dynamic on the run. I don't know that. I mean, I'm sure it's going to matter. He's going to have more time. But, but I mean, remember now, there was talks here in Houston, Jimmy, at least about how Watson's clock in his head was maybe a little fast, right? Like, man, sometimes he, he throws too soon. He runs too soon. He doesn't give the, the pocket enough time. He doesn't move around enough. He's gone too quick. I saw somebody breaking that down where they were like, here, look, same kind of pass pro, same kind of play. They showed Davis Mills and Deshaun Watson, and they show Mills sitting in the pocket, sitting up tall, throwing over the defense. And instead, Watson, is, his first sign of heat, breaks down, rolls out, scrambles outside the pocket and doesn't make a play that Mills made. And that's just one example. And of course, you could show all the dynamic and amazing plays that Watson has made. But it's uh, it brings up a valid point. Sometimes that clock in his head was a little fast. So we'll see. He's going to have to retrain himself. Okay, I don't have to panic now. Other than Laramie Tunsil, what did he have? So he's got to retrain his brain a little bit being in Cleveland. He's going to have a better run game. We'll see. See, it's interesting, though. It's very interesting. Uh, by the way, my wife said she she would have sent the photo of her screen, but she said, I deleted 100,000 emails because I couldn't get any more emails. So she had over 100,000 unread email messages on her phone. 
that she has now deleted because her inbox is full. OBJ is a cancer, same as um, Antonio Brown. Yeah, but they still make plays, man. They still make plays. Uh, what's going on on the pod being the Browns curse for losing? Yeah, OBJ wants back on the Browns. Yeah, fans don't want him back. Oh, I, listen, if you're a Brown, where's our Jen? Are you still here? Do you want OBJ back? If you guys were Browns fans in the chat, would you want him back after what he did? I mean, look, I always want good players back. If it means a better possibility at a Super Bowl, come on back, fam. It's like you never left. <laughs> Love you so much. And then when they leave, you're like, fuck that dude. Never liked him anyways. But yeah, you're going to get us a Super Bowl? Welcome back. Ooh. Uh, Sean said, Tat's a long time to be away from the game. What? A year. I don't know. Um, Here's Jen. Jen said, yes, she wants OBJ back. She would welcome him back with open arms. Yeah, makes sense. Who was the last black QB bad on his run game? So Flip's trying to ask the last black QB that was more of a pocket passer and not a scrambler. Well, I think Jameis Winston's not a running QB. But I don't know what you mean by bad on his run game. I don't know what that means. Are you saying bad on his team's run game or he just doesn't have a good, he's not a scrambler. I'm not really sure, Flip. Ask it again. Rephrase it, please. Bianca said, sitting out last year shouldn't count on his time served. Okay. I mean, come on, Walt. What makes OBJ a cancer? Really? I mean, dude, wasn't he the, I can't, I get, I'll be honest with you. I try to keep up with both of them. Uh, and AB and OBJ uh, uh, confuse me with all their off the shield, off the field shit that goes on. I have a hard time keeping up with all their off the field problems and issues. And, and the, which one of them was it that proposed to the kicking net? Was that OBJ? Yeah. Byron Leftwich was the other one I was going to go with. And, and yeah, Jacoby Brissett's probably another one, not a running quarterback per se, but again, I don't know what he meant. I don't know if he meant if his arm and his game style affected the running game for his team or if his run as a QB, his ability to run wasn't there. QB with a better pass than run. Oh, yeah. So a black QB that was had a better arm that was a pocket passer. A black QB pocket passer is what you're asking about, Flip. Yeah. Tons of them, right? Jameis Winston currently. Um, Jacoby Brissett was another one. Byron Leftwich wasn't really known as a mobile quarterback. He didn't move around a lot. Uh, somebody said Doug Williams. I think Doug Williams could move a little, Alex. Wasn't necessarily known as a pocket passer. Uh, I mean, as a scrambler, but he could move a little bit. C-Max said, fighting with this place kicker net is part of them making out with it next week. Yeah, that's OBJ. That's cancerous type shit. All that attention, all that extra bullshit and media stuff, you don't need that. So, Walt, there's your answer. That kind of stuff. Isn't OBJ the, uh, was it him or Antonio Brown? That that chick was like, yeah, he likes me to shit on him. I was like, what? Oh, that's a good one, Tony. Warren Moon. Yeah, real good. Yeah, one of them dudes was into poop. So whoever that one was, there's your cancer too. Stop, Walt. Stop, Walt. It, Walt, it wasn't the action of the just the kicking of the net out of frustration. 
and then showing love to it. It was the media attention and the bullshit and the distractions that it caused that was the problem, not the mere act of that. But he made such a big deal out of it. And that was at the time when he was literally doing something every week that had nothing to do with, you know, running routes and catching touchdowns. It was like some other shit going on that entire time. Now he's improved quite a bit. You know, he was a lot better. He wasn't, he wasn't when he went to LA. He wasn't a distraction. In fact, they were lucky to have him. But it can be, you know? I mean, look, some of these dudes, you 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 have to accept the bad off the field bullshit with the talent that they have on the field, just like a Terrell Owens. You put up with TO's shit, Ocho Cinco, you put up with his stuff because they're damn good at what they do. But off the field, they're, 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 I wouldn't, I mean, maybe cancer is not the right word, but at least, at the very least, those guys are distractions. And you need pros, you need folks that know how to deal with that and can ignore it and, and play football. Uh, the shit that goes on in my head isn't a distraction. Okay, I don't know what that means. Total Dallas. T-Max, I'm making the team answer questions about your personal antics is you being a cancer to the locker room. Yeah, that's the part. Chad Johnson. Something different every week. Yeah, that's what I said. Ocho Cinco. It was always something. Terrell Owens. Always something. But it could be worth it, man. <laughs> Kiki and Alice Little told us you can't hate on people's kinks. I mean... Do you have to, if you're in a poop, I mean, I'm kind of like, okay, you're in the feet, whatever. I don't care. Be in the feet. You're in the elbows. That's great. Poop's a little different. But I'm going to judge you if you're, if you're into scat. If that's your thing, you know, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to judge you. Whatever your kink is, normal, you know, other kinks. I shouldn't say normal. That's probably not fair, but. If you're into body parts or, I don't know, spankings or getting choked or talked dirty to, okay, that's, I'm not judging you. Do your thing, boo-boo. You want people to poop on you, though. I'm, I'm deaf. I'm, I'm judging. I'm going to be judgy. I'm going to let you know right now. I don't, I'm judging you. That's gross. Sean said he's flamboyant, but what do you expect from a top tier receiver? He's more Ocho Cinco than A.B. Who OBJ is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, AB is a little more. Um, I don't know if you had your if you had your choice. Who's less of a distraction off the field? So let's let's see. Who's less of a distraction off the field and of the two between AB and OBJ? Who's less of a distraction? That's question one. Question two, chat, is who's better right now? OBJ or Antonio Brown? That's tough. I feel like OBJ still has it more so than Brown. What did they do last year? I mean, I'd love to see just like side by side, but I want to see what you guys' opinion is on that. Who you got? Off the, off the field, who's the worst distraction chat? OBJ or AB? Off the field. Everybody's saying OBJ. OBJ for sure. Well, I see a few. I see a couple of OBJs. Uh, and then, yeah. And then the other one is, who's better right now? I'll, I'm going to pull up their stats. 
I at least want to see what they did statistically. Uh, rushing, receiving. Here we go. That's AJ Brown. Did either of these guys? Let's see. Hold on. Uh, Brown. Yeah, so Antonio Brown didn't even, wasn't even top 50 in receiving yards. Let's go. Junior. There's only one. Okay, so that's my. Yeah, wow. Okay. Got to look a little further down here. I guess what I'm going to have to do is just type in their names and go to their. Go to their uh, pro football, whatever it is. Antonio Brown. All right. So where's their stats? Pro football focus. There we go. Or excuse me, reference. Pro football reference. So Odell Beckham Jr. Here, let's do this. I'll share these with you. We can we can look at both. Come on, chat. We could do it. Here we go. Here they are statistically last year. Across Cleveland and the Rams, Odell Beckham Jr. had 14 games, 13 started, 82 targets, 44 receptions, 537 yards, average 12.2 yards per catch, five touchdowns, and a long of 54. All right. Antonio Brown, seven games. Three starts, 62 targets, 42 catches. Average 13 yards to catch, 545 yards, and four touchdowns. So, oddly similar, but the game is played. Uh, yeah, so you had 14 games total, and in those 14 games, 537 and 5 with 12 yards per catch. And Odell plays in only seven games and has 545 and 13. I don't know. That's a tough one. Nasty Nate said, yeah, most of that was Baker, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Joe Pro said, does AB have a job anymore? Not right now. Not right now. Uh, of course, neither does Odell Beckham Jr., so I don't know. That'd be interesting. I mean, these guys aren't top-flight, top-tiered wide receivers anymore either. They're certainly, their best years are behind them 100%. But it's interesting, they're kind of, to me, I know they're not exactly the same, like uh, Antonio Brown, 5'10", 185, Odell Beckham Jr., 5'11", 198, okay. Hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. Let's see what happens. Uh, 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 I, w- I will say this. I think both of them have jobs next year. I don't know where... Mm. Well, said AB actually lets the team down. Eh. I mean, yeah, statistically, they're pretty similar. I think both will land a job next year somewhere, probably on a contender that needs depth at the receiver position. I'm not, you're not bringing these guys in to be ones or maybe even twos anymore, but certainly a depth at three, if nothing else. I could certainly see that. Um, so there you go. All right. So. That was the Deshaun Watson story. I thought that was pretty funny, though. Last thing, and then we'll we'll get to this Daniel Snyder story and this Elon Musk and Madonna stories tomorrow. I do want to cover those. 
Uh, and then there was one other thing I wanted to get to. Damn it, I forgot now. Uh, but look, Joel Embiid was talking about winning MVP this year. They say he is not the odds-on favorite that uh, now it's Jokic still. I think a minus 300 to win MVP statistically, and Joel Embiid is like throwing his hands up. He gives up. He doesn't know what to do. This was his quote. They asked him if he doesn't get MVP, what happens? He said, look, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, I don't know what I have to do. I feel like they hate me. I feel like the standard for guys in Philly or for me is different than everyone else. I think it's easy to say that. And he was the odds on favorite for most of the year. Um, let's look at, so right now, Philly is fourth in the East 48 and 30. Uh, Denver is fifth in the West 47 and 32. So they got a 595 winning percentage. Philadelphia has a 615 Philly, Philly without Ben Simmons for the whole year, by the way, Brooklyn's going to be without Ben Simmons now the rest of the year and through the play in game. So he's, a, he's definitely not coming back. So that sucks for them. Um, but again, the Nuggets were without Jamal Murray for the most of the year. Is he back, by the way? I don't even think he's back yet, is he? Has Jamal Murray made it back? I can't recall. They said he might be back for the playoffs. Is that right? Yeah, I think they said he might be back for the playoffs, that it was trending in that direction. So, I mean, you can look statistically at these guys' uh, year. Let's see. Because, like I said, um, record-wise and standings-wise, Brooklyn's the 10th seed in the East. I'm sorry, Philly is the 4th seed in Brooklyn. Philly's the 4th seed in the East at 48 and 30. So they got a better winning percentage than the Nuggets do, but the Nuggets are 5th, so they're right there, 4th and 5th. But, uh, oh, that's Jokic. Uh, real quick, I want to pull up Embiid and his stats versus Jokic's stats. And we can just look at them side by side. So let me put that over here and we'll make this. And then we're going to get out of here because I got to pee like crazy. Oh, my God, I got to pee so bad. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Statistically comparing Jokic's year. And Joel Embiid's year. So this is Jokic's stats. Uh, let's see. For the season, right? Oh, I'm, I'm covering them. Hold on. Let me move my little window here, guys. I'm sorry about that. I didn't. Oh, shit. What the hell is that? Oh, there we go. Let me just, let me just slide this over here. Perfect. So there you go. That's Jokic's season numbers right there. He is ninth in scoring, second in rebounding, eighth in assist, and first in PER, which is kind of like a war for basketball. So he's almost scoring 27 a game, pulling down almost 14 rebounds and eight. So 27, 14, and eight. Meanwhile, in the East, Joel Embiid is 30, 11, and four with a 31.26 PER, which is third best in the NBA. So he's second highest scoring. Second highest in scoring, sixth in rebounds, and 48th in assists. And I think that's the difference between the two when you look at it, really. Jokic is a better rebounder. Points-wise, pretty close. I mean, you know, three points separates the two. It's those assists, though, man. And that's the thing people love about Jokic. Big man got handles. He runs the floor. He runs the break. He's a passing machine. 
So it sucks for Joel Embiid, man. But I mean, how you you gonna not give it to Jokic? You saw his numbers. I don't think you just give it to Joel Embiid out of pity. It's just me. What do I know? All right, let's get out of here. It's time to skedaddle. Let's go. Where's my damn outro? Oh, I got to pee so bad. This water? Man, I feel like I got to pee more drinking water than I do Diet Coke. Thanks for hanging out with me, folks. Everybody on Podbean, the new ones, the old ones, I appreciate you guys for being there. So thank you to Jimmy, to uh, who else? L. Griswold and D-Mac for hanging out. Thank you, guys. Thanks for showing up over there on Podbean. Much appreciated. Thanks to everybody who showed up on Twitch today. Better late than never. Some of you raggedy bitches. Thank you to the uh, Odd Takes guys. Uh, Joey. Oh, God. Terry Bow and Aaron Rabel. Thank you for the raid. Thank you guys for the hype train and the bits and the resubs. And hanging out with me. I appreciate y'all, man. Until tomorrow, 2 o'clock, when we do it again. Give me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. And he's making a YouTube video.